What's good, everybody? Welcome back to the Go 100 Basketball Podcast, where we're bringing you trending topics and news from basketball around the world. Hope everybody had a good weekend. As you see, we're improving each episode. We got a new camera. I don't know if y'all can tell by the quality, as well as a new podcast. Mike, still trying to figure this thing out, but I get back to you on that. Let's get into some basketball news. To start off, I want to show y'all the Go 100 NFTs that we have. I'm going to bring up a picture here of one of our recent NFTs that sold. Bring up a picture there. Got some good artwork on there. Good details. So um, each of these NFTs aren't just, you know, non-fungible tokens as far as having a collectible. It also allows you to qualify for different subscription packages at the Go 100 Academy, opportunities for free merch. So you all should definitely look into the Go 100 NFTs. It's on the Go100Basketball.com website. Last season, I was doing story time. And this season, since I was like, I had a video and all of this cool stuff, uh, I kind of got away from story time. But um, I want to use story time to help the younger basketball players that may, you know, play collegially as I did or pursue a professional career as I did. So um, I believe the last story time I left off in the finale of last season was whenever I got my master's degree. So, um, you know, stayed in school. I stayed true to being a, an academic. You know, I consider myself an academic, you know. Love learning, love reading, um, love learning new stuff and applying it, you know, i.e. like do it yourself on YouTube or whatever. But anyhow, back to basketball. <laughs> um, after I got my master's degree, I immediately um, started pursuing my uh, professional career even more because, you know, I was already, you know, going to different events and, you know, uh, you know, advertising, you know, me playing professionally. So I was doing that at the same time as, as getting my master's degree. So, you know, I was doing both of those at the same time. You know, I would go from studying and getting out of class and working on my dissertation and everything like that, right to the gym, you know, getting some shots up or, you know, working on a new move or something like that. So um, it made a smooth transition to playing professionally, you know, after getting my master's degree. So um, I did that uh, and you know, as my rookie year, my rookie year, I would call it, since it was like my first year, just, you know, solely focusing on basketball. I was running into a lot of opportunities um, and young players out there. With these opportunities, take your time to do your research on them. I'm sure they're going to do their research on you, but do your research on whatever team is 
pursuing you or recruiting you because it was a lot of scam artists I was running into. Um, I don't know if I still have it, but I'll try to bring up the emails. It was it was some team out of London or something like that. They like the the Leicester Riders or something like that. Um, they were recruiting me heavily, you know, sending me emails. And then it got a little strange because they started asking me to send my passport. Like, you know, not, you know, a picture of my passport. They asked me to send my actual passport to them. So, um, you know, me as an American, I'm already suspicious of, you know, you know, playing overseas just because there's so much great basketball here in the USA. So, um, and you young players, don't forget about the opportunities here in the USA. A lot of people want to run overseas and everything like that. Yo, there are so many professional, semi-professional opportunities in the United States. So, and you'll get to be by your family. <laughs> you know, I'm a family man. So, you know, being away from my family was, you know, that was something I wasn't looking forward to. Anyhow, <laughs> uh, so um, was, there's a lot of scam stuff happening. Uh, rookie season. Um, I had an opportunity in Greece through a coach I knew. And I don't know how everybody else's situation was, but, you know, it was a red flag to me when, you know, you don't actually get to see these people and meet them in person that often. So it's a lot of like, at that point, it was Skype. We didn't have Zoom and everything like that, but it was Skype. That was like the video chat. So it was a lot of Skype type situations going on. So, you know, that was sketched to me because, you know, I'm a personable person, like, you know, in real life type of person. So, you know, talking to this guy over Skype and then he's asking me to send him money you know, he's asking me, you know, he's portraying to me like he's going to be my agent or whatever, but he's asking me to, you know, pay for my flights to New York. He said he had some hoop session set up in New York. He wanted to see me work out and everything like that, but I would have to pay for everything. So that was suspicious because I'm talking to my other buddies who are already playing professionally. They've probably already been playing like three, four years professionally. And they're telling me like, nah, bro, the agent takes care of everything. The agent and the team is going to take care of all of that stuff. You shouldn't have to come out of pocket for any of it. So, you know, I listened to him, you know, and I said that to the guy and the guy started getting frustrated, you know, acting weird. So I was like, okay, that's, you know, it's probably another scam. So um, at that point, I pursued more opportunities here in the States since it was just so much, you know, funny business going on with the overseas market. So anyhow, um, I'm going to pop up a picture of me playing in the ABA here in the States. This was like a, a semi-pro opportunity to stay active. And that matters to all you young players out there. It matters if you're staying active, especially in this day and age where a lot of it's recorded because coaches are going to want to know what you've been up to. Have you been playing organized basketball? <laughs> Not the hoop sessions with your bros at the Y or, you know, uh, at, you know, whatever gym you play at. You know, they want to see some organized basketball of you playing some, you know, good basketball. 
not just, you know, doing crazy stuff and, you know, something that won't benefit you as a basketball player. So um, here I'm going to pop up a picture of my ABA opportunity. If anybody knows about the ABA, um, it was the original basketball league uh, before the NBA. And I guess they did a merger or something like that. And uh, they chose to have two separate leagues or whatever. So anyhow, um, then I'm going to pop up a picture of my opportunity I had with the Oklahoma City Blue, which is the Oklahoma City Thunders developmental team, their G League team. So pop up this picture. The Thunder actually posted me on their page, you know, on the actual like OKC Thunder page. And it got like 17,000 likes and everything like that. But y'all know I wasn't caring about that. Those likes. I was trying to get a contract, you know, some type of deal. Um, and then I had an opportunity. Uh, uh, I wanted to try the whole summer league thing that happens in Vegas. I'm sure a lot of you college players and then guys that are uh, pursuing a professional career, you all uh, know about the whole NBA Summer League in Vegas. It's a huge event every summer where all of the NBA players, execs, coaches, you know, um, uh, developmental trainers, everybody's out there in Vegas. So there's different combines and, you know, different leagues going on. So I wanted to see how it was and I went. Um, it was that summer after I got my master's degree. I went out there and, you know, I wanted to see where I was as a basketball player. And, um, you know, they say hindsight is twenty twenty. So looking back at it, I feel like what could have benefited me most as a player? One, experience. I don't know. It's like experience trumps all of that stuff. Like just knowing certain things, what to do, what not to do. It trumps if you have a great jump shot or if you like mad athletic, you know. So that and then IQ, you know. And a good thing about both of those is you can work on them daily. You can get your experience from playing good basketball, not, you know, when your friend's doing underhand shot from half court, all of that nonsense. Um, and then your IQ, you can work on that, like, you know, constantly trying to improve your basketball IQ, you know, depending on what position you are as a player or what skill that you're trying to acquire. So, you know, just a heads up to you, you young guys out there. So the Vegas experience was fun. Um, you know, got some opportunities from that. I linked up with a another uh, Oklahoma basketball player. He actually went to the NBA. He played for some teams in the NBA and he was, you know, kind of uh, down there uh, looking out or whatever. So, um, yeah, good experience there. I would recommend that. You can get some good opportunities from that. Uh, okay, moving on to other news. The Go 100 book has been selling like crazy. Shout out to everybody who's going out and bought the book. I appreciate y'all. Um, I have it on the website now, the Go100Basketball.com website. If you all just want to order from the website, it's on Amazon also. Um, I'll have the link down in the description. Yeah, so here's a picture of the book. You know, it's a great book. 
for all ages. On Amazon, they have you put an age range. So I have it from age eight because the book is about a, I guess you would say an eight year old. So it's about a third grader. So I put it at that age going on up because there's real life lessons in there. And then you all know about the QR code that we have in the book for kids who aren't able to read for any reason. You know, they can just scan the QR code with their phones. Like all the kids have either their parents' phones or a tablet or something like that. And they can just listen to the audio book. So I feel like that's a good look for those kids. You know, we want it to be inclusive, you know, because, you know, basketball is for everybody. And that's a part of the reason why I enjoy it so much. It's, it's literally for everybody. And some other news, we have our Go 100 basketball tryouts going on. Looking for some good players, some good players who do their best. That's what Go 100 is about, do your best. You know, you don't have to be like, you know, best player on your team as long as you put forth your best effort you know so I'm gonna pop up a picture of our tryouts that we have going on um, and we're gonna continue to have them throughout the month of February also um, as a lot of you all know school ball is ending so you know summer ball is going to start so be aware of that and come out and get a free player evaluation as you'll see on the flyer um, there's going to be a free uh, player evaluation for, you know, each player that comes out and contact us at Go100Basketball uh, on all social media platforms from TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, our Facebook fan page. All right, I'm going to uh, insert some videos for you all. Some highlights from last night's NBA games. On NBA.com, at number 10 with time winding down in the fourth, Shea Giltis Alexander fakes and hits the go-ahead with nine seconds left. SGA with a game-winning shot for the Thunder. At number nine, Kyrie Irving digging deep into his bag of tricks here, finding Nick Claxton with a behind-the-back assist. Kyrie had nine Ooh, pass, assists Kyrie. on the night, but this, the most impressive. At number eight, Bruce Brown finds the cutting Christian Braun who goes up and over Kenrick Williams for the poster jam plus the foul. Braun teaching Williams not to jump on this Dang, one. Not against my At team. number seven, the Lakers in transition to Schroeder dropping the notebook assist to LeBron James and the vicious alley-oop flush. LeBron and the Lakers getting it done on the break. At number six, Devontae Graham getting it done defensively, grabbing the steal and heaving it as the buzzer sounds from half court. Graham not only beats the buzzer, but does so with style as he gets it to go from way downtown. At number five, Chris Paul had 11 dimes and the Suns win over the Grizz, but this was the best. Look at that from CP3 between his legs to find Bismack Biombo for the late uh, pop. Chris Paul. At number uh, four, Julius Randle driving inside and throwing down the monstrous slam with the left. Randle unafraid uh, and flying high for the big dunk at number four. Here's number three, Gary Trent Jr. rising up and throwing down all over Jericho oh, Sims. I didn't expect that from Gary Trent Jr. 24 in the game, but teaches Sims some manners on this one as he throws it down on his head. At number two, Jackson Hayes 
cocks the hammer and throws down the vicious poster dunk on Orlando Robinson. Ace is gonna have to clear some room on the wall for this one. Oh, you have to frame that. The in one flush at number two, but the best of the best of the night. Zaire Williams with the rebound, chucking it from three quarters of the court, and he beat the buzzer with that wow. shot. Williams That's a rare top the play. range as he knocks this one down from way outside. That the top of your top ten plays. On I try to keep it interesting for y'all. You know, I feel like top plays consist of three-pointers, half-point shots, dunks, you know, so, you know, it might be something exciting for different basketball players. The Thunder, shout out the OKC Thunder, have the number three leading score in the league in SGA. And I've been telling y'all all season, like he was number one at one point, averaging like 34 or something like that. So, you know, he's maintaining that pace and I was just looking at our playoff standings, and it's not looking good. I'm not even going to bring up a picture of it because, you know, I think they have us like number 15 or something like that. And we're not even in the play-in tournament, so it's all bad. WNBA news, Brianna Stewart is a free agent, and there's a lot of teams interested in her. You know, and she's a great player. I fully understand why they want her on their team. She like she's gonna benefit your team. Like no matter where she goes, she's gonna benefit that team. I'm gonna bring up a picture here of Demar Derozan supporting the WNBA during an NBA game in a different fashion. You know, how some people will rock the hoodies that they have, um, but he actually has some Kobe Bryant's made for the WNBA. So I'll pop up a picture here. Those are nice. I like the orange on them. I like the, the colorway that they made. Because you know, that's the WNBA colorway, the, the orange hoodie that they wear with the white logo and everything. So I feel like it fits, fits in perfectly. Our nonprofit, the Go 100 Cares Foundation, is currently doing a free throw contest fundraiser. And it's to help support the kids, raise money for some good quality jerseys. You know, we want to represent those kids in a good fashion. So we want to get them some nice jerseys. And you know, you parents, coaches, even other teammates can come out and shoot free throws against our players to raise money for this fundraiser. So you can find out more information on go100basketball.com. You can contact us at go underscore 100 at yahoo.com. Um, if you have any questions about, you know, uh, what's going on and how to go about things. All right, we got some college basketball news. Yeah, no, I'm an OU fan. You know, I'm a, a true Oklahoma boy. So, you know, you know, a lot of people are, some people are house divided. And then some people are willing to be like, um, OU or OSU on this side of the state. I used to live in Tulsa. It's a different conversation in Tulsa because you have Tulsa University and you have Oral Roberts University, which are two, you know, good division one schools on that side of the state, but I'm OU. So OU had some basketball games. The men played against Baylor, a number 21 ranked Baylor. 
and they lost by two. And I'm not mad about that um, because losing by two is not like a huge deficit. You know, from a coaching standpoint, if my team loses by two versus a good team, I'm like, okay, we just need to work on a couple more things and we'll be right there, you know, so. Uh, shout out them and then the ladies they've been rolling man i'm talking about they've been beating everybody <laughs> no matter who they play the ladies have been dominating and they recently uh played osu and they beat osu by four so shout out the lady sooners um uh, <laughs> uh shout out my bro tim um, he's been ordering a lot of the merch from the go100basketball.com uh, website. He recently got uh, these items right here. This is a, a hoodie. This is just a hoodie, but he also ordered the joggers and the jacket set. So uh, shout out Tim for, you know, supporting the brand. And if you all want to support the brand, get some merchandise, uh, you can check it out on go100basketball.com. Moving right along. Some high school basketball news. Duncanville standout Ronald Holland had a great game at Duncanville High School recently in front of Trey Young. You know, Trey Young is the the guy from Oklahoma right now in the NBA holding it down. And uh, I guess he travels back and forth because he used to play back and forth between here, Texas, Kansas. Um, wherever it may be. So he was up there visiting and checking out a six foot eight guard that's at Duncanville. I think Duncanville's only lost one game this season. So they're doing pretty well. Uh, shout out to them. Um, Oklahoma basketball. Um, there was a lot of big tournaments uh, this weekend. Let's check out the scores. I know there was actually a Carl Albert tournament. It says Putnam City North boys survived Midwest City Carl Albert in overtime to claim the Titan Classic. So PC North won the Titan Classic 62 to 61. And Putnam City North is ranked number three in Class 6A. Carl um, Albert is ranked number one in class 5A. So you got one of the highly touted 6A teams versus one of the highly touted um, 5A teams. And you know, the 6A team won. So I was looking for box scores, but they didn't put any standout scores. So, okay, here we go. They said Smith had a game high 26 points. So shout out to Smith. Hopkins had 23 for Carl Albert. So shout out to both of those for um, leading their teams. In girls basketball, high school basketball news, Jada Williams is a great guard and um, she has a high potential, um, a high ceiling and I'm excited to see um, where she's going to go and how things are going to go for her collegiately. On Eventbrite, if you all want to register for our Winter Skills Clinic, which is wrapping up this week, 
Um, I think we only have a week left in January. So it ends in January and we'll have a new event in February that I'll tell you all about in the next podcast. Um, But if you want to register us on Eventbrite, um, I'll bring up a picture here of our basketball winter skills clinic. Each episode, I try to include uh, the kids' favorite basketball player and me. I don't know. I'm older, so my favorite is going to differ from their favorite. And um, the last few episodes, I did John Morant, uh, which was the kid's number two favorite. In the last episode, I did Steph Curry, which is the kid's number one favorite. So uh, the number three favorite, according to the Internet, is Kevin Durant. So here I'm going to insert a video of Kevin Durant talking about effort and you know hard work and what it takes to be great so check it out i don't even like to use the word happiness but that's just a fleeting feeling it can just go so up and down i don't want to chase that feeling it's just not a efficient way for me to live i feel like just having peace and simply just enjoying being alive every day is the best place for me to be you know i don't want to be happy and sad like i don't even want to have to go through that i just want to just kind of float through life i experience so much i just want to take on every experience for what it is and enjoy it in a moment, you know? Mm-hmm. So I don't want to chase happiness. Just try to stay even. It's a journey that's better than a destination. It's cool for me to be who I am and be uh, and not apologize for it all the time. Man, I'm not coming out here unless I'm 100%. I've never had no doubts of myself. I feel like I'm the best player in the world. I mean, I feel as though at each spot, even in high school, my game was growing so fast. I need to be in a different environment to see how farther I can go. Just try to approach it in an everyday manner and, you know, try to take it a day at a time. You know, I'm not planning to do anything. I'm just, just going to be myself. Every day is a challenge uh, to stay at this level that I'm at. Um, so I never looked at me switching teams as a new challenge. Every day I wake up, I got to fight against that standard I set for myself. I felt like it was a time for a change. That was never my mentality ever, always to win the game. And, you know, I appreciated people like respecting my game, but I was like, I wanted more for myself. When I dive into something like that, with that level of focus, I don't want to be anywhere else in life. That's the most enjoyable experience I ever had after that first one. Trying not to compare, I just, uh, each stop along the journey has been, I don't know, it's just been tailor-made for the moment, I guess, you know? Been learning a lot so far as a player up until this point. Um, So I think I'm starting to put uh, everything together out there on both sides of the ball. And I'm not looking at points or shots that I get up, it's just, uh, how focused I am at each possession. At one gym, I might be the best. At another gym, another guy might be the best. But it's just like, there's millions of gyms around the world and this conversation is gonna always keep happening and nobody's gonna get the title all right. So it's not no need for me to even think about it, but I know what I bring to the sport. I know what I bring to the culture of the sport. And I feel like I'm accepted by all the real ones in the game, you know what I'm saying? So that's really all that matter. I get that respect, and that's what I've been playing for. Yeah, life is crazy. You know, you can be on that high so fast, and in a matter of seconds, Ooh. you go back down. I'm grateful for it. It's, it's tough that I had to go through it, but I'm also grateful that I can experience it, because down the line, I can be able to speak on how much it helped me as a player and a person. I went through some adversity. But that's a part of life. That's a part of this journey, and I knew it. It was tough, don't get me wrong, but I never wanted to quit. I never. But I was, I got worse as a player. I, I never thought that. So I wouldn't say it was a low. I just thought I, I hit some adversity here, a couple bumps. And um, the way I was raised, the way my mom raised me, my brother and my dad, they keep fighting through them. And I just tried to take that and apply it to my everyday life. We were stacked. The odds were stacked against us. Single parent with two boys. By the time we were 21 years old, 
Everybody told us we weren't supposed to be here. We moved from apartment to apartment by ourselves. One of the best memories I had is when we moved into our, our first apartment. No, no bed, no furniture, and we just all sat in, in the living room and just hugged each other because we, that's what we, we thought we made it. When something good happens to you, I don't know about you guys, but I tend to look back to what brought me here. You wake me up in the middle of the night in the summer times, making me run up a hill, making me do push-ups, screaming at me from the sideline of my games at eight or nine years old. We wasn't supposed to be here. You made us believe. You kept us off the street, put clothes on our backs, food on the table. When you didn't eat, you made sure we ate. You went to sleep hungry. You sacrificed for us. You the real MVP. Family first. Communication is key. I'd like to thank God for changing my life. It let me really realize what life is all about. Basketball is just a platform in order for me to inspire people. And I realized that so many people believed in me when I didn't believe in myself. So many people doubted me and motivated me every single day to be who I am. I fell so many times and got back up. I've been through the toughest times with my family, but I'm still standing. When you got people behind you, you can do whatever. At the end of the day, I just focus on being the best that I can be and adding it to the group, whatever. That's the most important time, like personal time in the gym. You know, you spend a lot of time with your teammates and working through schemes and trying to be a great team. Um, and sometimes you can lose sight of you as an individual trying to do all of that stuff. So when you're in the gym and focusing on your craft and your skills and how you can be your best to bring to the team, I, that's, I think that's, the, that's what the game is to me. You know? mm -hmm. Because we're all individuals trying to bring something special to a group. We're here for a reason. Every team is looking to get better. Saying we want to look to upgrade and get better from where we were. I mean, that's the, this is the progression of a unit, you know? So keep building our identity. That's the thing. And it, your identity comes from winning basketball games, regardless, you know? So if you win basketball games, you figure out what your role is as an individual, and you kind of stick to that. So never jealous of no teammate ever. Well, our only goal is to be the best version of ourselves every single day individually and bring that together and work as a unit. And uh, outside noise from people who are hoping that we fail, hoping that they see a show or get entertained by some drama. I mean, we can't control that stuff, you know? So we just worried about you know who we are individually and then bringing that together as a unit each and every day. Only the people in this building matter. It means nothing to me because I still got to get up and work on my game even though I don't want to. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, that noise around me don't stop talking like that. Like, I don't give a f about I'm the best player in the league. I know what I bring every night. No crying over spill milk. It's about how we can progress and get better from here. I definitely used to have crazy anxiety wondering how I was gonna play the next day or in the next series, you know? And, I, and it used to drive me crazy, you know what I'm saying? And I, for, for my mental, health, I guess, is easier for me to have this approach of just, you know, waiting to see what happens and I just, and then falling back on the work that I put in, you know what I'm saying? And if I fall back on that work, then, you know, I have to worry too much about what happened. I already know it'll come naturally. Try to play and try, and try not to worry about it. Um, if it happens, it happens. You know, sometimes when you tend to focus too much on not getting injured, you probably go out there and get injured, you know? So I just try to go as hard as I can and live with the results. And I see more issues if we're not focused, you know what I'm saying? If we're not locked in on the game plan more so than anything. 
uh, once we got a good game plan and you know we follow it to the T, you know we understand that life is also bigger than this. So like if I'm telling you to like get your ass in the corner, it's not that I don't like you. It's just that you know that's what we need for this play to work. I wasn't expecting to be a happy human being from a title. I was just expecting like you know the ending of a movie. Once you work so hard and everybody tells you like yo this is what you need to be working for is this gold ball and these rings. And I'm just like, all right, cool. Let me lock in on, on that. And I locked in on wanting to achieve that, but I also realized it's a lot of stuff that factors in it that's out of my control. And once I won the championship, I realized that like, yo, my view on this game is really about development. How good can I be? You know, I was just thinking like that, man. So to hear all of this stuff about, I had ulterior motives and I was selfish. And I was just like, man, it, that hurt more than anything. And I was really opening myself up and trying to build relationships with everybody there. So it just felt like a slap in the face, but you know, then a certain side of me is like, well, I'm supposed to expect that. Like, I don't expect these people to be my friends. Yeah. Like, that was my fault at the end of the day. So I shouldn't have opened up that much. I shouldn't have expected them to be, you know, cool and court and be friends with me or to do right by me. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I felt, I felt like, yeah, of course, I felt hurt from it. But you know, uh, it's a lesson learned. Kevin Durant's favorite quote is, "Hard work beats talent when talent fails to work hard." What does that quote mean to you, Kevin? It means not, no matter how good you are, if you don't work hard, nothing will happen for you. So I always use that quote. I instilled it in myself that no matter how good I am, I got to keep working. I mean, hopefully I'm setting a good example about how I approach the game. and uh, Hopefully I keep inspiring people to play and, and watch the game. Shout out y'all for tuning in to another Go 100 basketball podcast. Uh, I want to uh, let you all know that we still have some spots available in the Go 100 Academy. You can subscribe. I'm going to bring up the flyer with the QR code here. If you all want to check it out and want some more information about it. Um, thanks again for tuning in. Stay tuned for more.